child support. Anyway, right. everyone, welcome back to Ollie's at the Wheel. It is so good to be back. I think we're back. Well, I think we're back weekly now. Well, I think we've had a very good streak. I hope we haven't missed two weeks or one week. But anyway, we're all fine. We're back. And Nathan is no longer with us. He has died. He is pining for the fjords. He's gone. He's dead. And instead, we have a replacement. Mr. Reese Saunders. Reese, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. I'm happy Nathan's dead. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very kind of you to say. Um, Carl, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks. Oh, God, I'm, I'm very glad to hear it. We, we've had a... How are you, Liam? How are you, Liam? We did, I didn't have to... How are you? Oh, my God. I think it's the first time you've ever asked me how I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm really good, thank you. Actually... I was wondering if you could talk about me for, for a minute, if that's okay. You know. Well, yeah, my favourite subject, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've, you know, some, some people would say I've had a very privileged life. You know, I, I personally think it's a bit hard when your dad's a billionaire and he asks you for your blood to make himself younger. But, you know, I, 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 think, I think I've lived a very, very hard life. So I just want a brief moment of silence for me if that's okay no it's better that's if you come let's be honest well yeah but that's, that's kind of like that's part of my charm you know <laughs> is it is it that is it that hard of a life you get kicked instead of kisses well only only if i ask for them but that's, that's not usually <laughs> for my parents but it doesn't, it doesn't explain the the um the condition that scott's one's in after liam visits her you know she's uh yeah, she's very tall. She's very, even though she was very quiet after Liam was with her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, her eyes are very wild. When it, very wild, very wide when I left her. I, I think she was a bit. I think she was a bit traumatized. Not the only. Not the only thing that was wide. <laughs> yeah, Liam's asshole. <laughs> I'm just saying that that you know that 13 inch dildo is a. Uh, oh God. Is it double ended? Is it double ended? No, well, she 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 doesn't like it double ended. She prefers the real thing, which sadly I I I can't really provide her because I have a very small minute cock. Um, <laughs> but I I have asked her to to clean the dildo. I don't I don't know if she has. I I think she's a bit, you know. I, we probably need to have a talk about her. I'll, I'll I'll ask Scott tomorrow if you want. Yeah, I mean, <clears> I think we need to put her in a home or something. I I, I don't know. It's, anyway, um, we we we're here to talk about football. And um, because it's a very special day, I thought we'd start with a very special club. So, um, Reese, how, how, how's West Brom? Shit. Okay, moving on. Um, Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, what do you want to know about West Brom? Has it got any better? Um, well, shockingly, we've had a very good start to the season. Um, at home, anyway. Away from home, we just look dreadful. But at home, we've actually started well. Um the only doom and gloom is obviously the position that our owner has left us in. Um, it's now £12 million he owes the Albion. Mm. And there is no light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to, obviously, West Brom being sold. We spent no money in the summer because we couldn't. All our money, our deals, and outgoings. And it just shows how shit we are with our finances when Dara O'Shea had a release clause of £8 million and we sold him for seven. <laughs> um, it's very much 
obviously, because I've gone to obviously I've gone to the games this season at home, and it's just very the atmosphere is not what it it used to be at the Albion. Like you know, it, it's rocking, the fans were singing, and it's just very subdued, very quiet, and the agenda doesn't seem to be on the football. It seems to be on the outside of basically majority of the song singing is we want lie out. So it's it is what it is at the moment. Yeah, and I think the owners probably confuse it because they probably think that you want to just sunbathe on the pitch, which apparently is what um, <laughs> most of your team was doing last season. Um, hey, but yeah, it hey, is. Hey. hey, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was a low bar. But um, I mean, so I mean, you're mostly kind of brought in loan signings, is, is that right? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm genuinely trying to fi- I'm trying to think who we brought in because. I'm baffled by it. We think we brought Josh Madger on, on a free, which is a good sign in the championship. He he did well at Sunderland when he was there last time and did very well in for Bordeaux in League Two, uh, their version of the championship, uh, League Two, because they're stupid and can't say League Two. <laughs> um, we signed Pippa, which is the name of my mother in law's dog. <laughs> good. <laughs> And we saw this really young lad. Um, I think he's straight to the youth. He was like 19, so he's gone to the youth uh, setup. Who's the other one we signed? Jeez. Oh, Sarmiento from Brighton. He looks a very good player. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very shit. <laughs> Let's just say it's just very, <laughs> you know, for a team, I mean, you look at it now with a team that could have for the championship. Leicester has spent how much money? Coventry has spent a lot of money. Um, all the teams that got relegated this went well. And then you look at us and we've got frees and loans and it's just it's a harrowing sight to see that we used to be what Leicester were. So when we used to come down, we'd buy all these players, get promoted and do you know, we have sustained success in the Premier League by staying up there. But now it's for mid table is probably what we're aiming for, which is what we shouldn't be aiming for. Mm. It's, it's it's a weird one because I mean you know, you you hope that it doesn't go the way of, of Derby. You know, for example, um, I mean, I guess that's a very different situation. No, but... no, you're, you're actually spot It could go that way because with that clever, again, as a football club, we've taken a loan from the company that Derby and Portsmouth took a loan from. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds promising. <laughs> yeah. And the interest rate is ridiculous. I think it's like 5% a month we have to pay on top of it. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, as in like, Five percent like compound. So basically, five, it's five percent on top of what we have to pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it was a twenty million pound loan taken out, and the ground was used as collateral. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> oh wow. The, the more that you read into it, the more that you just yeah, and also the man who owns us doesn't actually own us. There's a whole group of them that own us. It's weird. It's a very, it's a very weird thing, and I don't think you two have the, um, the patience to, and I don't either to explain everything and sit through it and talk about the shit of West Brompton. Because if you hear talk about the shit of West Brompton, fuck me, you're a sad little person. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, to be, to be, you know, in terms of, I'm not, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's not the same at all. But you know, when Arsenal fans were, were moaning, getting cronky out and stuff like, that, and also. Similar degree of Man United, they glazes out and all that. I, I would give my left 
nutsack to have owners like the Clexus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, don't. And it doesn't look like it's going to be ending anytime soon. So, yeah. But on the pitch, we're doing okay, which is the main thing. That's yeah. All right, then. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder, like, do you think if you get if you do get somehow get relegated, do you think Viona might might consider fucking off, or do you think it's just one of those things that he's just happy to kind of, you know, cannibalise your club? I think you'll, I think you could cannibalise it because the fact is he's already took twelve million pounds from us, and then he's there's he was supposed to pay five million back in the in January. We're now into September and nothing's coming, and it, you're just sitting there going, "All right, what more?" Can you, you take from us. You put the ground up as collateral. You, I, I'm shocked the training ground hasn't been put up either, or anything like that. So it's, it's very much off the pitch doom and gloom. On the pitch is it's there's good signs if we can just defensively get tighter, then we're okay. Um, but yeah, what's one thing I want to talk about owners though, um, Carl though is the Glazers apparently pulling out. How happy are you with that? Oh yeah, over the over the moon. <laughs> It's baffling. I, I don't get... I mean, the Qatari deal is probably the best thing they could, they, they could have got. I think six well, billion up front. They they think they can get 10 million or 10 billion even. I mean, the club's... Last time they looked, the club was only worth like 3.5 at best. So where they're thinking, they could, you know, someone's going to pay 10 million for it, I, I don't know. Well, this is it. I mean, you look at it. Maggie, like, okay, look, as a brand, yeah, you can probably justify spending a little bit more because... As a yeah, yeah. There, 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 there is that, yeah. Mm. But, it, but if you look at it from a purely footballing terms, when was, the, you know, when was the last time you was actually challenging for the league title and, and what Man United when, when me and Liam were kids? Anyway, like the the team to beat in England. Mm. To be fair, though, I mean, you know, you've been kind of underperforming for so long, but I think you're still like the second most valuable club in the world, I'm pretty sure. Second or third. Like, it's, 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 it's nothing to do with like, on-field. It's just basically how much Man United as a club... Well, oh, exactly. That's my point. You know who, whose fault I think this is again, somehow? I think it's Todd Birdie's fault. Because he played way over the odds for Chelsea. And so now the Glazers are like, well, if they can sell Chelsea for six billion or whatever it was, I think it's four or six billion, one of the two. I don't think he paid. I don't think he paid that much, did he? Yeah, he paid four point two billion for Chelsea. But get right, fair enough. It, it was over the odds. I'm pretty sure from what it was valued at, especially considering you know it was taken off their owner. The amount they paid, I'm pretty sure, was a lot more than they probably should have. Yeah, and, and this is that. I mean, but then you look at it, he sunk a billion pounds in three transfer windows into Chelsea. Yeah. And, and they're still losing 1 0 to Nottingham Forest. It just ba- it's just baffling. It's hilarious. It's the fact that you look at the performance against uh, West Ham. They were woeful against West Ham. Yeah, West Ham beat them 3 1. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. I, I t- that's one team I think has done very well in the transfer windows. West Ham, they bought very well. They have. And they seem to be playing. They have. And where you look at it, they don't miss Declan Royce one bit. I don't think they do at all. I didn't seem to at the moment. That, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. No, no. They spend, they spend well. You know, fair play to them. I think uh, 
Yeah, you know, I think they've been very, very smart with their signings for ones, which I feel like we haven't really said about West Ham for a long time. You know, they, well. they, they, they spend like 40 million on Skamaka and then they just send them back like a year later. Hmm. I mean, World Price looks like a very good sign. And... Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, it, it is. I mean, and also, I think, I think the problem that their best sign they've made is James Ward Price. You know, he's, he's tailor made for the Premier League. Mm. He's already, you know, he, he's not like he has to get adjusted or played it. No, he's, he's played the Premier League for. X amount of years and he's come in and he's doing fantastically well for West Ham. So I think they'll do very well. But then obviously they've got the Europa League coming in. How much that going to factor them? Because he, going to the Conference League did affect them last season. It definitely did, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but, but they've, won a, they've won the European trophy before Arsenal. Okay, didn't didn't ask, but thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's the equivalent of the League Cup, so you know, who really cares? Um, Oh, don't get me started on this again with you. Here we, here we go. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've done very well in kind of they've kind of they've done that weird moneyball thing of like making rice up in the aggregate. You know, they can't replace him with one player, but they can replace him with like two or three. So you know, they sign Alvarez, they sign, uh, they sign Warprouse, they sign Mavropanos. Uh, I'm pretty sure they signed someone else as well. Kudus, uh, Kudus from a. Uh... He's he's incredible as well. I, I know he hasn't played yet, but he's 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 insane. So if you look at it, a lot of the players we see come from the Dutch league that we think is oh they're amazing. The Dutch league can be pretty poor. I mean, Ziyech was amazing for uh, Ajax. Comes to Chelsea with pretty shit. Uh, but I think the best example is Van der Beek. He was mm. incredible for Ajax, comes to Man United and has done bugger all. He went to go to Everton and Everton fans said he was shit. Yeah, he did nothing to Everton on his own. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Mm. You, know, you, you know you're bad when Eric Ten Hag doesn't even want to play you, especially when he's, uh, when, when he's played under you before. If you're an ex-player under Ten Hag and you're not playing under him, and there must be something wrong with you because Jesus yeah. Christ. He's not even in our Champions League squad. Really? No, it's been left off the list. Pouring. Right, should, should, should we should we get back to the should we should we carry on talking about Ten Hag? Should we kick on with uh, the game of the weekend, the derby in our group chat? Ooh. Arsenal versus Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Arsenal running out three one winners. Um, <laughs> fucking lucky to win three one. They were really. I mean, yeah, but when, I don't think either team played very well, though. It's not like Man United played no. at South Park either. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, you look compared to the old games of Man United versus Arsenal, this was pretty poor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, no, there's no dispute in that. It was weird because after the first half, you know, we we sat off United a lot, but United barely came out of their half. We just kind of. You had a lot of the ball, but you didn't really do a lot with it. I mean, we were struggling to get the ball off you and you were coming into a half, in our half a lot, but you, you just yeah. never, you never looked like scoring until, until we caught you out on the break and got a goal against someone to play and then you yeah. banged one in, then you managed to bang one in straight after. It was almost like that, that poked the bear and I thought perhaps you were going to start playing after that goal, but you just went back within yourselves again. It was a very weird game. I mean, I mean, we did, we did have one chance before you scored with Havertz. Which, I mean, I don't know if it's Havertz. Can you really call it a chance? <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> wow, that is cutting. Things I, I I know what you guys are going to say, and I mean, yeah, he, he didn't have a very good game. I do still think it's way too early to kind of already label him a failure. Though. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah, no, 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 Arsenal. I think you got you've got to give him time, but uh, I disagree. He's still, he's still I, look, he still looks poor. Yeah, yes, uh, I, I, I disagree completely. I think he's he's showing. He hasn't shown any improvement or any desire from his time at Chelsea. When he's coming to Arsenal, you're thinking, right, he's joined a new club. That's not true. A team with, oh, no, 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 no. He's joined a new club. He's joined play. You're looking on paper now, and obviously, a form shows better players. And he's just, he just looks a shell. He looks, he looks devoid of confidence. He looks, he, it looks like he doesn't know how to play football in the position, in the position that he plays. Mm. I, I, I'd agree with that. I, I, I think he's still getting used to it. But he, he is trying. He's, been, he's been in the Premier League a few years now, and he it doesn't look like he's getting any better. No, but then bear in mind, this is a man who scored the winning goal in the Champions League final. But anyway, he's. I would I would drop Havertz. I would have Havertz come off the bench, and just get his confidence back that way. You can't you can't have him starting. You can't not the not the way he is at the moment. He's just, he's shocking. What I will say, and this is, again, of course, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm going to defend him. The season before last, for the last seven or eight games, Jacob was playing in this similar role when he was kind of a CDM before. And he wasn't very good. It just felt like a very odd thing to do. And then last season, you know, he, he has seven goals and seven assists. And he kind of got used to it. He grew into it. It's, it's a role which I don't think you immediately settle in for. And I mean, the, the person who you probably would say was start instead of Havertz is Vieira. And he was shocking for all of last season. He was terrible. No, and he now... was. wasn't that bad. Yes, yeah, I can remember you singing his praises and after yeah, some matches. Yeah. He's had his moments, but he's overall, when he's played four games, I think he's been pretty poor, personally. But now he kind of looks like he's fitting in, at least defensively. And positionally, it feels like something's kind of clicked with him, which, which personally Havertz, I don't think I've seen before. Havertz is your uh, Mudrick. I, I was saying that Havertz is going to be your Mudrick. He's gonna, he's not going to do anything to Arsenal. I, I, I just don't, I just don't think he's got it in him. He, as I said, the only way he gets it in him is if he gets dropped and he comes back with some confidence. He plays the games off the bench or. If Arteta just sticks with him, perseveres, but then at that point, it's well, that, that's, that's quite a caveat, Reese. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just, it it's just going to be. I mean, you look at it. Oh, just look at the ratings he got. He got, he got a four. Whereas, even, I mean, Vieira came up. Vieira got a seven. Even you know, it just, I would drop him. I would drop him when I would play Vieira in that role, just to see how Vieira gets on. If he can cope with it starting. And then, yeah, if he's not okay, then then revert back to Havertz. But it's, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I just, don't, I just, I think he's poor. And it's, it's not like he's just come to the Premier League. He's been in the Premier League for three years now. But he's been playing under. He's been playing for Chelsea for for these years, which is a very different style. And he's well, mostly playing job. as a striker. What? Okay, but things. Why not push him up then? Why not push him up and play him in that ten? Well, because clearly there's a plan for him, and obviously, sure, it's not working at the moment. But the idea is that he grows into it and he learns it, and he gets better. I mean, a lot of people have kind of talked about, you know, learning under Arteta. You know, Declan Rice says he's still learning. You know, he yeah. says every training set, every training set, you know, session he's been learning. 
I mean, one, one thing which I think people underestimate with Havertz is he's won the most defensive duels out of any of our players. Out of all our players, he's won the most defensive duels, which I, I, know, he's, I know he's attacking the field. I was going to say, yeah, you haven't bought him to do defensive duels, let's be honest. You've bought him in as an attacking threat to score your goals. He okay, should have buried that chance in the first half. Of course, I'm not disputing that, but I, I, I don't think after three games you could say, oh, he's never going to fit in. You know, that's all. That's all I'm saying. But if I can go, okay, you talk about Arteta and his uh, his plans. Partey at right back did not work. Again, <laughs> three long... games. But, just, but no, I'm just saying no. It, no, regardless though, it's too. I, I think for Partey though, playing at right, just go to Partey thing though. He is too old to learn a new role like that, and also it exposed <laughs> him massively. I think he looked more comfortable with Ben White at the uh, at the back. I'd agree with that. You, you, you didn't know he started his career as a right back, though, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm just saying. Though, what, but Partey transitioned into a centre midfielder. That's where he's at his best. But making him come back on the right and as an inverted right back, he opens you up so massively for a for a counter. I guarantee you, Partey was playing right back, right back against Man United, and Man United actually broke properly. I mean, you like they did with the Rashford on. They kept doing that consistently. That would have smashed her. I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I also don't think that after three games. It's you know oh this uh, this experiment is a complete failure. I don't I don't necessarily think that's the way we should kind of think about these things. I think a lot of these kind of things take time. I mean, hey, Henri when he first came to the Premier League and he was playing striker, it took him eight games to score. That's eight games. This has been three games. Yeah, but and then that's one of the best either. strikers <laughs> in world football. But no, I get, no, I get where you're coming from. I just, for me personally, I just don't think Havertz comes good. I just don't. I think he's, I mean, as, as, as again, as Carl said, played in the Premier League for three years now. He should be suited to the Premier League. Should be adapted to the physicality. He's not. But then, um, just to talk about Man United, though, Carl, um, your back four was shocking. I disagree, actually. But go on, but Carl. no, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I think until the change. Evans. Sorry. I think it was glaringly obvious Man United needed the centre half in the summer. Oh the yeah, definitely. Well, we couldn't, but Maguire wouldn't go when we can't because of financial fair play. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't bring anyone in unless we sold someone. Um, Maguire won't go, and um, but I thought we defended pretty well up until um, late on when the changes were made. I thought um, Lindelof, Martinez, Delo, um uh, you know, Aaron Besca did really well in, in defence. Um, a lot better than we have been doing. But, but yeah, um, when he made the changes, it did go a bit pear-shaped. But, you know, the, the, the goal, you know, it, it took a deflected goal. It, it wasn't like the making yeah. out that when Rice scored some screamer and, mm. set the, and set the world on fire. He, he did get a bit lucky. And I think they got very lucky with um, our second goal being ruled out. I mean, that oh, yeah. is, that, if, if that's it offside, it's it's as marginal as it gets. It, it wasn't offside. I don't think it was. I was convinced oh, it was. Oh, for fuck's sake! But yeah, but you could tell you could tell he was going to rule it out because he went over to the Arsenal players and was talking to them. They always do that when they're going to rule it out because they're telling them to calm down. We're gonna we're gonna rule it out. Oh, it shot me. VAR is, st- I mean, it is, it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't, because you look at it here. So I forget what defender all... it is, but he's leaning yeah. forward, he's leaning he forward and his head's ahead of it. 
but you know, from one angle, it doesn't look like it is, and then the other angle, which everyone's saying is the right angle, it, it, it clearly, it clearly is playing them on side. So I, I don't know. I mean, VR's a, VAR's a waste of time because it's not a computer doing it. It's just humans looking at images yeah. and just we, and trying and to decipher them. Yeah, but I mean, a computer no, make the decision. Humans have to study the images on the computer yep. to make the decision. It's not like <laughs> Hawkeye that records, you know, yeah. the ball hitting the line in tennis. No, that's exactly what it is. That's no, exactly what it is. No, it isn't. It, it isn't is. because, because they're drawing lines and fanning around for five minutes to um, to decide if it's outside or not in tennis. It's, not, it's, also, not it's, it's just done automatically. It's not. Like, I mean, it's not automatic, but they're they're using they're using all these cameras to bloody like like figure out the points of where like you know yeah. whether it's gone after shoulder, whether like which part of Gabriel is keep, is keeping him onside or offside. It's 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 not like they're just looking at an image and they're going like, oh okay. <laughs> it fucking seems like it though, doesn't it? And not just in and not just in that match in. In lots of different yeah. matches. I mean, cause, I mean, look, VR, VR is shite, but like, let, let's not pretend that it's just not some scientific thing. Like, this is like this is cutting edge technology. Liam, just, Liam, just let me talk for a second. What they're doing here, it's still human error, as Carl said. They're getting different images from different sides. I mean, you're looking at yeah. Oh, on the left side, it looks offside. On the right side, it looks onside. Yeah, it's still human error. Me and you can look at that differently. Me and you can look at other things differently. For me, I don't think it was a penalty against Havertz, but then other people do, yeah? It's human error. No one can be right or wrong. And this is why VAR just does not work. No, the offside is different, though. It's not, though. It's the same it thing. It's just, how, is it, how is it different? All right, well, but, but, but if, we're talking about, if we're talking about a penalty, for example, they're looking at camera angles, and that's, that's subjective. That's subjective view. With, with VAR... So, so, let me finish. Let me finish. When it comes to offsides, they have all these cameras, and they 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 put the points on the people. They they have all these cameras, so they can get as realistic of an idea of of you know of where the where the body parts are. That's the idea of it. And then they put the points that go directly to to the ground, and you know that's how they figure out the lines. Yeah, but they get it wrong. They get it wrong all the time, not just in that match. But... Not really. Not yes, really they right do. Time. They stay do. I mean, yeah, no, the thing is, like, li- yeah, I'll tell you what you should listen to, yeah, listen to the Howard Webb episode of This Is Football, yeah? So Howard Webb's obviously in charge of the PGM- uh, PGMOL. He's he's in charge of VAR, and he explains in that, and he says, yes, they, they're they in a highly pressurized environment, yeah, but they still mess- still make mistakes. Course, and he said, it's still human error. Again, one person can agree, one person can disagree. And then to come, and then obviously just to talk about what Mike Dean said. Mike Dean refused to send someone to look at the screen because he was having a bad game. It's bullshit. They shouldn't do that. They should basically say, right, look, you've made a mistake. Go and have a look. And the offside thing, it's, it's all... It's all human error. They can put the lines in and go, but you can say, right, for me, that looks onside. Or you can say, put the lines in and say, well, that looks offside. It's not, it just doesn't work. What they did was they fucking rushed this to get it through, and it does not work. How many times have me and you, how many times have me and you and Carl spoke about VAR? It's ridiculous. I mean, it did was... someone have to apologise to a club because they drew the lines wrong? Or yeah, but that's because they forgot to put it in, not because they didn't... Not yeah, because it's human error. Of course, that was human error, but they had the bloody lines this time. <laughs> I, regard, I mean, you're looking at, uh, for me, it wasn't offside. It was... 
Uh, it was it was a ridiculous decision. He was he wasn't offside. The penalty wasn't a penalty. But then again, no, this thing. But if you look at from other angles, oh, it's a penalty. This is the thing. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it was actually brought in to avoid controversy. Yeah, but it, it, it just work. creates more. It creates more yeah. of anything. It's crazy. Well, I, I think that there are ways that they should change it, and it's it. They they can't do it on the pitch. They should. The captain should get to say or. Basically, like tennis, they should get like a set amount of times they can challenge it. If they think something's wrong, oh, okay, well, I want to challenge it. Go and have it. And the only one that should look is the referee. Not any fucker in his ear or tell him anything like that. The only one should look is the referee. Go look at the screen. He should make the decision there and then, not being told, oh, well, uh, it might have been a foul. It might not have been a foul. It might be offside. It might not be offside. He should go and check himself. That's it. Yeah. And also, because there was Not a point the where they referee. were... The referee should be mic'd up for the VAR decision because if you're in the crowd and you don't know what's happening, the re- you, you don't know what's happening, you're just waiting for something on the screen for like two, three minutes. It doesn't work. The referee should be mic'd up for VAR so they can say what's happening. Like they're doing rugby, like they're doing cricket, like they're doing tennis. Yeah, it, was, it yeah. would be bad. They, they, they did it in the Women's World Cup and it seemed to... Seem to work yeah. pretty good, actually. I quite, I quite like the fact they did that. So hopefully they, yeah. they do introduce that. The MLS as well. The MLS, it works. You've watched MLS. They're mic'd up for the VAR, and it works perfectly. How the hell have the Americans mastered VAR and we haven't? <laughs> it's with knobs. Yeah, but, no, but back to the game, though. It was um, Jesus scoring as well to make it 3-1. Yeah, but, but of course, we, we were pushing like crazy to, yeah. to get the equaliser and when you're doing that, you are you are going to get caught out. I'm not saying we deserve to win. I think I think a two-all draw probably would have been a fair result. Yeah, um, well, I think you the three 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 one definitely flattered you flattered you though. Oh yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. But I mean, if you had won, I think it would have been deserved. Obviously, we won. I, think I don't know. I don't I don't know if we. Could I think say we deserved to. We were we were slightly better in the second half. We did start playing a bit more. And Reese, what what did you think of Hoyland? I know he didn't score or nothing, and he only came on for like 10, 15 minutes. But what what did you think of him? He looks raw. He mm. looks. He does look like he could be good if he's given time and he's given service. I think he'll, I think he'll do well. Um, but it's more Man United giving the service and more they're giving the yeah. time. It's just, I mean, like, if I can, if I can be a hypocrite for a little thing, it's going to be the Havertz situation. It's will they give him enough time to to see if he can make an impact? Well, he hasn't played in the Premier League for like three years before, right? Yeah, exactly. So you're not you're not quite being a hypocrite. But I, I do I, I do think he he did look like he could he you know he he can do well. He was you know pushing defenders around and bullying them a bit and getting himself in decent positions. But Rashford kept trying to do everything on his own and was losing the ball more often than not when he perhaps should have put a cross in. So that, yeah. you know, but, you know, he, he has been injured, so I don't know how long they've had to all play together on the pitch. So it might be a bit of a work in progress at the moment. But I thought in like 10 minutes, he did more than Martial did in the, the the 15 minutes he was on the pitch. Yeah, he's uh, Martial's a bit washed. I mean, Ted Hagstad, he played well. I mean, what match was he watching? Ten Hag was Ten Hag was full of shit in his press conference. I'm so sorry. He was. Oh 
I do ask about Ten Hag, though. I do ask about Ten Hag. So, obviously, the Jalen Sancho comments saying, like, he was fine, he'd done well in training, that's why he, and he just know why he's been peaked. Um, is there... Do you think there's fractures in the tra- in the, the change of room between Ten Hag and the players? Do you think there's something bubbling under the surface? Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, um, I have a feeling if you're not really in his good books, you're probably in trouble. Um, clearly, I think clearly he wanted Sancho out from what, I've, from what I'm hearing. He hasn't been happy with how he's been playing for a long time. He sent him to that camp in Holland when the World Cup was on to try and get him a bit more up to speed, which seemed to pay off for him. You know, he came back and for a few games he looked all right, but then his form just went away again. And that's all face it. We've all been there when just because we think we're doing well at our job doesn't always necessarily mean our boss thinks we're doing well at our job. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's all right him thinking, oh, I've been all right in training, when clearly he hasn't, otherwise Ten Hag would be picking him. I mean, we all know, as we've been discussing, that, you know, he, he got fined and dropped at Dortmund for, you know, being late and not being good enough in training, and Southgate got fed up of him turning up late. So he does have form for for being a bit of a pain in the arse. Yeah. I just, I just don't want it. Is. I just think there's, it's clear that obviously he said Ten Hag wants him to go, but then nobody wants him. It's, it, it thinks that he was so good at Dortmund. He was so good at Borussia Dortmund. Mm. I, but I, but we, you know, we've seen that. Like Havertz is an example. Havertz is an example of that. He was so good. I forgot when he came for. Was it Red Bull? Leverkusen. And and um, Reiner as well. He was really good in German league, but both just couldn't adapt to the Premier League. And obviously, Sancho's having the same the same problem. I, I, I don't want to compare him to, to the freak, but look how good the freak is when he mm. came from Germany to, to the Premier League. He just took it by storm. But then he's, as I said, a genetic specimen in yeah, yeah, Harlem. Some, some are just built different, it's, aren't they? I think, but I mean, yeah. also, I yeah. think, you know, that kind of Man City team is kind of, you know, geez, if, if, if you can't score for them, then you're you're really shit. Um, but, you know, I mean, Guardiola's the best coach in the world. He knows how to, you know, fit you into his team or fit a team around you. And, I mean, Sancho, he's kind of playing a little bit different to what, to you know, to what he was at, um, at Dortmund. You know, he had Hakimi behind him for quite a few years and now he's Wan-Bissaka, at least when he plays on the right. So, the different conditions, and that's probably why maybe he hasn't worked at some points. And, you know, he's never going to play on the left yeah. because Rashford's on the left and no one's going to ever take him out, I don't think. No, that's the thing. I agree completely. But then I, I do think, though, I think, I think Sancho will be gone in January. I do think there's going to be some changes at Man United. But I think another player that's disappointed with Man United in the opening season is Casemiro. I think he's been very poor the, 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 the opening three games. Yeah, weirdly, he seems to be better uh, better in an attacking sense than he is um, a sort of defensive role, which is what he was originally brought into. Yeah, ever since, it's been ever since he got got that second red card. It's, he seems to have gone a bit within himself somehow. Perhaps he's scared of... Perhaps he thinks the refs have got it in for him. He's scared of getting... Um, 
booked all the time or perhaps his level has dipped yeah. a little bit. But um, what was the game? What was the other game we lost? Um, Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, he was the only one that looked like scoring against against Spurs. And yeah, you think, yeah, or I think another game. What was that? Other, he did score, didn't he, in that game? Because I was I did criticise him a little bit, didn't I? That was Forrest, wasn't it? Yeah, I was saying yeah. Casemiro. Casemiro looks like he's lost a bit of pace or something, and the next thing you know, he scores. Mm. So he see he seems a lot better as in the second threat than. Um, defensively and perhaps that's why we have to bring that amber in to help I shore think, things up I think great signing for you I think um, I'll, 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 I'm about the World Cup is fantastic but apparently he has got a bit of a bat niggle or something so I'm here in but Karen Florentino Morocco for that, for that how many years that's what mm. Mm. but no I, I, I think Amrabat when he's fully fit is going to be fantastic for Man United I, I just I, I rate him highly and the fact that you've got him yeah, if he can get if he come in fully fit soon, you've got a great player. I think maybe what one of the issues maybe with Casemiro is you know I mean for a lot of his time at United he had like Fred or or um, McTominay next to him who are kind of typically more yeah. defensive players than someone like Ericsson or you know Mounts because I mean you know Mounts again he's another one who's still kind of getting used to that kind of new system you know he's mostly been playing. Well, I almost say he's a left winger, but like he, he, he's nah, not really Chelsea. in the interim room. He was mm-hmm. He was playing as a camp for Chelsea, and he even but things even before he left for Man United, he was he, he was woeful for Chelsea last season as well. Mind. Yeah, I mean everyone was to be fair, but yeah, it's um again you know it, and that's I'm sure you know I, I obviously he came back apparently overweight as well, so I I don't know maybe. I mean, also, he's, he, boy, he's like 31 years old. 32? Casemiro. 30? Yeah, Casemiro. 31, I think. 31 or 32, yeah. So, I mean, he's going to slow down a bit, and especially when you're still trying to get your fitness up a little bit. I mean, now suddenly you have so much more room to defend because you're playing with another attacking player instead of someone who's yeah, defensive. I'm not, I am a bit suspicious. Well, suspicious might be the right word, but I'm not convinced by this style of play trying to implement it doesn't doesn't really seem to be working no and but things are what's getting me is nobody's on his back like they were with ollie you know when if ollie tried if ollie had lost these you know if ollie had lost the master of tottenham the, the papers were like oh ollie's out ollie out all that whereas with ten targets it's all about the project and it's still going on with this project i have to stay going like this is a manager who lost more games of the season than ollie did in his three seasons at Man united so how long? Yeah, but he also project? he also won a trophy when Oli couldn't and got us into was it two finals and mm. third place in a very competitive league. So I think I think I think you know if if even if it was only the the rubbishy league cup in Liam's mind, if Oli had at least won some form of trophy, he might have got a bit more backing and a bit more time. But yeah. the, the the trouble was. Which everyone seems to forget is we went on a run where we were, we lost about five games, five four or five nil, and we kept losing heavily. And you you just can't you just can't you just can't do that. No, you can't. But there, I I think so. I know it's only three games, but are you uh, are you optimistic still that you'll get top four? Uh, not at the moment, to be honest. I have to see what we look like when everybody's fully fit. 
if we yeah. if we can get that and how we start playing there. But Nathan's prediction of us winning the league is looking almost as daft as <laughs> Man City not making the top four. Nah. Uh, Liam, though, obviously, are you happy with the Arsenal start? Uh, for the most part. I mean, it has been frustrating at points, but I, I can understand why it has been a bit slower. I think it, it, it makes sense to me. So I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm kind of mixed on it. I mean, you know, three wins and a draw is not bad, um, even if we're not playing at our best. But I, I, I think we will be, so I'm not too worried personally. An unbeaten start to the season is not bad. <laughs> exactly, not bad at all. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, the performances have been concerning at points, but you know, I don't think it's not that convincing considering the amount of money you spent. But as you say, it might be just a matter of work in progress. True. I yeah, mean, I think... same same for you, but yeah. Yeah, but they they did bang under the five million paid on Declan Rose. <laughs> Yeah, and, and well, he's been the um, he's been the best one, so you know. He's been fantastic. He has been. A, I'm taking. It, he's been. A, <laughs> I think. I think he's played, he's, he's come in, and he's he's played really well. I think he compliments Odegaard a lot. Mm. And as I said, as going back to Man United, when they get fully fit and they're all embedded as a team, I think it could be it could be a good season for Arsenal and for for Man United as well. But um, let can we talk? Can we should, we should we talk about Chelsea as well? Yeah, yeah. You wanted to mention Chelsea, <laughs> I didn't did. you? Um, you, uh, just some some stats here. So they've spent over a billion pound on the bowling, um, and they spent more in this transfer window than Pochettino's entire time at Tottenham. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they uh, they bought the most expensive player uh, in British football in Moises uh, Caicedo, who has had an absolute mare in his opening Chelsea games, concedes a penalty against West Ham and then gives the ball away shockingly against Nottingham Forest, which led to their goal. Um, I know Liam's... Uh, I'm waiting for Liam's. It's only three games and he might get good. He is fucking shit. He does signing, look at the moment. I mean, does we need to sign Cole Palmer for £42 million? Pounds. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. That is no. mad. I mean, I, I love the fact that, that people are saying that, oh, if you talk to Chelsea fans, it's funny. Because they're like, oh, well, nothing's going to happen to us financial fair play. We'll put it over eight years and all that, yeah. Well done for the loophole, yes, but that loophole is going in January. It's, <laughs> so, also, it's also going to fuck them anyway. Oh, it is. Because you look at it, yeah. Who is going to go to Chelsea? I know that obviously, I mean, like Saudi, Saudi Arabia bought Mendy, bought Koulibaly. Um, can I mean I know can sell for free, but he went as well. That is the only market that I think Chelsea can sell their players to, because mm. they're they're just as stupid as Chelsea. Oh yeah, do you want do you want six year old broken down man? Yes, we do. hundred million pounds, please. Yes, take him go. <laughs> There's only one player I think in that Chelsea team that's actually decent. That's Enzo Fernandez. He, he hasn't he hasn't, he hasn't really lit up the Premier League yet, though, has he? No, but he, he thinks that he, he if, you, if you look at that team, yeah, so you look at it, Sanchez couldn't get a game at uh, Broad, and he's now Chelsea's number one. And he's a good keeper, but no, he's not Chelsea's number one. Reese James is their best player, but he's always injured. He's a captain as well. He is. Thiago Silva is 39 years of old, uh, 39 years of age, and he's showing it. He's still, oh, he, he, he's still, he's still great, though. 
Oh, easily. But things are, you can't rely on a 39-year-old man at the back. Ben Chilwell has moments. Gallagher is shit. Um, Enzo Fernandez, as I said, is, is decent. Um, Sterling is, I'm convinced this is a AI interpretation of Raheem Sterling. I do not believe this is the Raheem Sterling that was signed from Man City. <laughs> oh, mate, come on. He's been insane this season. I mean, been good up until uh, did he play? Did he play in? Uh, yeah, he, no, he played well against. Mate, he played well against Luton. I can do well against Luton in the Premier League. I think he's been he's been he's been by far their best player for me personally. I mean, oh, I, the, feel, I think that Nicholas Jackson has shown promise as well. To, to oh no that, no, that miss! Come on, that's unacceptable. No, did he miss quite a bad? <laughs> it was a very bad miss. Oh, it was basically like it was. Um, I, I think about two, two, three yards out, and he skied it. He hasn't done that. He must, he must, he's worse than Havertz. Yeah, no, he is. No, um, <laughs> and then you look at, but then the biggest flop of them all is Mikhailo Mudrik. I do <laughs> not believe for one second that I, I know that Liam said, I know Liam, you were saying to me that Arteta might have got him good. I do not believe for one second that he would have done well at Arsenal. He is he is a meme. He is so bad. But what was everyone saying in him? Because he was quite highly sought after, but he has. He's young, looked so he's looked so poor, hasn't he? He really has. Yeah. He has. I mean, you, you look at it. He's, what has he done? He's played, I think he's played 18 games for Chelsea, yeah. He's still got no goals and no assists. Actually, he's one assist. But... Okay, one, okay, wow, one assist for an 88 million pound player. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I just, I just, it just baffles me that I'm looking to Pochettino's a fantastic manager. He's, he's a great manager, but it just feels like they did the, thing, they did the same thing they did last season was by too many players trying to embed them into this team that does not, it doesn't work. But he's having the same problem that he had at Spurs, which is why he left. That he he has no say in. Yeah, he's yeah. coming in and he's going. He's just, you know, Bowie just he's playing flipping football manager. He's buying the <laughs> he's buying whoever and then expecting the manager to you know put the put a team out to win. Yeah, and if you're the owner of a football club, yeah. And you have a player in your team, and you see an email from oh, who's this from Todd Bowley? Oh, let's see what he wants. I want to buy your player for seventy-five million pounds. Yes, go, go. Yes, go, go. <laughs> or you, or you go. Oh, not seventy-five. I think he's worth a hundred million. Yes, we'll pay a hundred million pounds. He has no clue what he's doing. It's, he really it's hasn't. A very, it's a very American way of running a team. Basically, throwing all of his money at it. Yeah. Whereas com- compared to American football. Well, um, no, not American football, American handball, uh, where it's a franchise and everything you earn is basically through franchising. Football's not like that. And I don't think he realises that yet. (laughs) 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 It's going to be hilarious when he does realise it and all of his players goes and Chelsea play in League (laughs) 2. Do you know what's the weird thing about Madrid? I I, I was intrigued. You you mentioned that he started, what, 18 times? How, yeah. many start, how, many start, how many times do you think he started for Chelsea? Oh, four. Yeah, he's, he's started six times, which, I mean, there's got to be something wrong with him in training if he's not starting that much. Like that, that's... Which, I, 
But it's not just fighting them. He's, he's, he, okay, so it's like six games. But he's come off the bench in 12 of those games and he's done nothing. I mean, you're looking yeah. at his pace and all that. So you're thinking, right, I've got to play with, I've got to play with pace. I'm going to bring him up. About 65 minutes played. The defence is a leggy. You're just going to run it in with Mudrick and hopefully he's going to do something. He's done nothing. If I was Chelsea, yeah, I would rather take a one-legged Eden Hazard than Mudrick. <laughs> Did you know he 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 in he said nine shots and and in and that's equaled one point two xg. Which means fuck all, but carry on. I'm I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how much xg that is per shot, and I think that's probably like zero point zero two. Oh God, Felix O'Donnell, he's he's so bad. He's I think I don't think he's the worst. Do you know actually no no he's I think he's the worst big. Name no big money sign of seen nice, you know, he's a that's Lukaku. He is mm. the second big money transfer thing I've ever seen. He's, he's so bad, but nobody, so yeah, nobody's gonna take him, nobody's gonna say, Right, okay, Arteta will, Arteta no. will. <laughs> nobody would, no, mate. If Arteta signs him, yeah, sack him, sack Mikel Arteta for signing Mudrick. Did you hear that apparently Chelsea offered um a swap deal um between Mudrick and Smith Rowe? Joking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think Smith Rowe did really well at Chelsea. This is the thing. I mean, oh. yeah, but you also. Do you think so? I think you just took it for the You're sorry? meme. <laughs> See how long... You're breaking up a little bit, Reese. Yeah, yeah, you cut it out. Sorry, I would have took that deal because he's just a meme. And just oh. see how long this shit that's going to last for. <laughs> but no. Oh. Uh, I, I I don't think Chelsea, people say no, and some fans say Pot should be sat, sacked already. No, we shouldn't. I give him time. I think I think he'll eventually get good though. But I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't think that. I I think they're going to finish like ninth, eighth or ninth this season. Mm, I think they might finish a bit higher than that, but we'll have to see because they, they again yeah. they they look very inconsistent. They do. Uh, can I can I just one more thing? Can I just talk about my new favourite manager in the world? Mm-hmm. And Poster Coglu, I love him. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does seem to be doing a good job worryingly. He's a lovely he dude. He has, he's, but things are from a football stance here. He's got them playing well. He's got them well drilled. He's got them playing as a team. They're not reliant on one man. Mm. They play. I mean, Jay's Madison, fantastic signing. Yeah, absolutely great signing for them. Son looks better through the middle. Um, and I just think back, Romero looks really good as well, and the keeper, Vivaro, I think his name is, he, he, he looks good as well. I think, I do think, and I am prepared to, to have you two laugh at me, I think Tottenham win a trophy this season. No, they can't rule it out. No, I mean, they can only win, I mean, realistically, they, they have a chance, really only to win the FA Cup, probably, though. But if they, if they win the FA Cup, it's a great season. Oh, absolutely. I think it's better. I think it's it's better for them winning the FA Cup than it is finishing the top four. To be honest. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But yeah, they they look positive. I don't know how. I don't really know what their ceiling is. I mean, like they they're playing well. I I mm, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they do versus certain teams. But yeah. it's definitely a good start. That's for sure. It is. It is. I mean, obviously, when they come against Man City, I think I don't. I think it's like Man, Man City is the test. And then if they play well against yeah. Man City and Ange actually hangs with Pep, then it's going to be like, all right, they could do something well this season. 
Um, another team as well, Brian. They've just been superb. Evan, mm. Evan Ferguson is a, probably one of the best strikers I've seen. He'll be another 200 million signing to Chelsea on the 70 year <laughs> contract. Nah, he will. He will. But no, just three games in, though. Who has been your favourite team this season to watch? Probably is Brighton for me, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Size Arsenal, obviously, but <laughs> it doesn't really count. I'd, I'd say Brighton. And what about Newcastle? I mean, they, they look a bit dodgy, don't they? I mean, they've lost. They got tonked by Villa. They. Brighton, who we just met. No, they beat Villa. They beat Villa. Oh, they smashed Villa. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But they got they got thrashed by Brighton, which I didn't see coming. Oh, they they Darwin do their special. They get a a park. They should have beaten Liverpool, really. Yeah. Did they lose to the? Did they lose to Tottenham? Did they? No, not Tottenham. Did they lose to the weekend? Brighton, wasn't it? The weekend. Yeah, sorry, it was. Yeah, sorry, it was Brighton. Sorry. I think the honeymoon. Is over. I think, I, I, and I think the expectation of Champions League football is going to play havoc with Newcastle. Mm. I just don't see them doing well this season. That'd be nice. <laughs> I, I don't want them to do well. I have to be honest. Ah, uh, you you leave their blood money alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, I, I don't know if you asked you this before. What 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 is your prediction for the top four? We um, did do. I, I did it in the other one. I think I've got it. I did. Oh, I can remember these in that podcast. Yeah, I, I was there. I was there. He went. He went. City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United. Where he stood. Oh, good memory. Fuck it out. No, no, I went Liverpool. I went Liverpool. City, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man yeah. United. That's what you said in that order. God, I'm at Magnolia. What a silly person I am. <laughs> yeah, buddy Nathan had them winning. I think he just does I, that. I think I think he just said that out of blind lo- blind loyalty, to be honest. Which I respect. We do. Right then. Uh so that, that that's been the Premier League. We've we've spoken a little bit about it. Let's end with the Patrick's. Um who won last week's We didn't do one last week, was it you? Was it Nathan who won the last one we did? I can't fucking remember. I think so. Okay. I, I can't remember what exactly he said, though, to be honest. All right, no. Liam, let's start with you, then. Uh, I'm going to go with... Actually, mm, actually, I do wonder if I was a bit too old now. I'm going to go with it anyway. I'm going to go with uh, the Twitter video of that comedian doing a slow-motion recreation of scoring uh, like a last-minute winner. I've and, not seen this. <laughs> uh, yeah, you must have. No. He's, like, he's sticking out his tongue and he's going to head the ball and then he like does the knee slide and he twists his body. Oh, sounds awesome. No, I've not seen this. Oh, it's to... amazing. Have you, have you seen it? I have. It's hilarious. It's so fantastic. fantastic. Have, I, have I missed that? Uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put it in the chat for you. You, you, you can watch it whilst we, uh, whilst Reese, while Reese gives his. I've seen. I've few. It's trying to narrow it down because obviously I've got my game on the other day, which killed me. I, I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, I was playing Assassin's Creed Revelations and a guard says, please don't kill me. I'll go back to selling fish. But no, mine is, my Patrick this week is Alex Postacoglu getting touched up by a man in a studio and saying, you need to tell me your name first next time. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That, that's, that's my Patrick. I'd possibly be touched up by a man. <laughs> What's yours, Carl? 
Uh, mine is a guy who had Roy Keane because you got to have some stones to to do that <laughs> in my box. I forgot about that. Oh, oh, but then he apparently, he broke his, apparently he broke his nose. Oh, but a big meek scotch involved though, and you, you've got to be scared when big meek gets involved. I oh, know, yeah, big. Yeah. I, I could have given it to big meek for holding him back, like the big, big boy he is. I kind of want to change to that, to be honest. One big beach. The other one I, I, I would have picked, but I knew you guys probably won't be happy with it, is, is the United fans trying to draw the lines for the offside decision. That is quite funny. <laughs> no, I. I think it's uh, my Patrick. Uh, and this is my serious one. Though. It's not. It's not Agfa Scoglin. It's Nathan Dyke. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that is the winner are, easily. So, yeah. So um, fuck you, Nathan. And <laughs> um, I'm glad that you died. Wow. That's yeah. very strong. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, oh, I can't believe we. Have, we what are your plugs? Bloody hell. I can't believe that's one of the last things we're going to say. Go on, read, read what are your plugs? Uh, mine is at Nathan Adler, if you'd like to leave <laughs> all of your pictures and messages to him. Uh, I will make sure that I read them to his grave. All right. Carl? Yeah, you can find me at Carl's underscore Fire80 on X or Twitter, whatever you want to fucking call it, on Instagram and all that all other of- jazz. Um, Make sure you check out Podding Ain't Easy for our Soka Pod, which I promise we won't forget to include Reese this time. Honestly, I was so angry. <laughs> I could tell. And you can find me uh, clocking up your arteries. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week, maybe. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, it's only English, shitty England, isn't it? So. Yeah. All right, bye.